0: Well, this year, 2020, took a notable change in the month of March, as we're all aware. And, and as we've lived over these past several months now and coming up to the end of the year, maybe for some of us, this year has dragged on and on. That seems like every day is almost like the same thing. Maybe for others, we've gotten to December and you're like, I can't believe it's already December, despite everything that we've gone through. It gets to our sense of time that sometimes an hour might seem like it drags on, but other times it goes by so fast. Today in our second reading, in that second letter of St. Peter, He says that one day is like a thousand years, or a thousand years is like one day for our God. And that statement that St. Peter makes is a pretty profound one. Maybe he didn't even realize at the time the significance and the meaning of what he was saying. One day is like a thousand years, a thousand years like one day. What could this phrase mean? I think first it gets at this idea of the existence of God and God's time. Of course, we know from the Old Testament, from that first book of the Bible, the book of Genesis, that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And he did so in six days, and on the seventh day he rested. What does this mean, this sense of time in relationship to God? Well, It means, first of all, that God always existed, that God always was there, that there wasn't a moment that God was not. But then he began to create the heavens and the earth and the water and the sky and the land and the animals and the humans and everything else. God always was. But even more so in those days of creation on the first day, on the second day, on the third day, when we hear about it, we think about it, In our understanding of time, that 24 hours makes one day, 60 minutes makes one hour, 60 seconds make one minute. And when we hear that story of creation, maybe we think God creates in those days that we're familiar with. But St. Peter says, one day is like a thousand years, a thousand years like one day. So those days of creation completely different then, because it pertains to the time of God. Maybe secondly, what does it tell us is that God is outside of time, that in eternity there really is no time except now, except the present moment. God is outside of time, and this upcoming week, Tuesday, December 8th, a holy day, is the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. And that Feast of the Blessed Mother actually is a feast which, first of all, pertains to her uh, conception in the womb of her mother, St. Anne, that God spared her from original sin. So it celebrates Mary's conception, her immaculateness without sin or blemish. But secondly, the prayer for that day says, O God, you who foresaw the merits of the cross and applied them to your mother Mary at the moment of her conception. God is outside of time, that even though the crucifixion had not yet taken place, God foresaw that moment in history, and at that moment of Mary's conception, applied the graces and merits of the cross, preserving her from the stain of original sin. God is outside of time, what does that mean for us? Well, popular Catholic speaker, Father Chris Alar, he and I were discussing this a few weeks ago in the context of suicide. And so he was suggesting that because God is outside of time, well, then there's no reason that right now today, we can't pray for something that has already taken place in the past. That if we want to pray for the salvation of someone's soul, even though they have died, well, God foresees our prayers, and he applies the graces of those prayers to that person at the moment, at the hour of their death, that God is outside of time. It means that no prayer, no late prayer is ever in vain, that we can always pray even after the fact. Also in this sense of time, as we are in this season of Advent, this Advent celebration is really, of four weeks, all about making real again that historical moment of Jesus' birth in Bethlehem, of him being born of the Virgin Mary. And we relive that every single year. We make present that historical moment But what does it mean that God becomes man, that he is born of the Virgin Mary? Well, it means that God in the person of Jesus enters into our space and enters into our time. That God who we sing during this Advent season, who is Emmanuel, God with us, because he is born as an infant, because he is raised by his parents, because he goes about his public ministry and dies at the age of 33, because of what Jesus does, that he understands our weakness. He understands our condition. He knows sorrow and mourning. He knows pain and grief. He knows our condition. Because God enters into our time, we have a God who knows our needs and hears our prayers. Maybe as we reflect today on what it means that one day is like a thousand years or a thousand years like one day, maybe it invites us to think about our own use of time. That as St. Peter in that second reading said, that we should mark our time with all constancy of devotion and holiness by the way of our life. And so during this season of Advent, a season of preparation in which we use our time to prepare our hearts for Christ, maybe we ask, how will we use our time, not only during Advent, but the gift of each day that that God gives us, so that as we use our time for his honor and his glory, one day we might experience that day which seems like a thousand years. In a thousand years, that seems like one day that we will live with God forever.